Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden, and you're listening to Queer Stories. In November 2019, Nayuka Gori guest-curated a Queer Stories event at the Melba Spiegel Tent, hosting it just four days before giving birth to their beautiful twins. Nayuka is a Gunai Kurnai, Gudichimara, Wiradjuri and Yorta Yorta writer who's been published widely. They were a Wheeler Centre Next Chapter recipient in 2018 and they've written for TV including Black Comedy, Get Kraken and The Heights. My name's Nayuka Gari. I curated tonight. Tonight's an all-black lineup, and I'm really, yeah, I'm really, really excited to be able to do this. So thank you all for coming. So next up, Isabel is a Tangwarang woman. She's a lover of anecdote, an artist, an activist, an educator and weaver. And for the last three years, Isabel has worked inside museums with Victorian, Victorian First Peoples histories, stories and culture. And I don't know if this is a true shame job, but Isabel looks fucking sick tonight, and she made her entire outfit, and I think that's pretty deadly. Give it up for Isabel. Wow, wow. Hello. Narangik Isabel Morphy Walsh, Gilbrook Hich, Jan Bianich, Gornat Warandri Buck, Liwikdan Nagamban, Gulinstan Bikdan. Hello. My name is Isabel Morphy Walsh. My respect, my love, I carry to the Warandri people. They're old people, ancestors, they're wise people and their country. I'm grateful and lucky to be here on this country today. There are a few things going on for me at the moment. It's been quite a hard year. Big changes have happened to me, to my body, to my family, to the people I love, to my community, to my land. Hard changes, losses, destruction, grief. My country is crying with forests being ripped away daily. In fact, just today I was reading um, about the illegal logging that is going on in Victoria, uh, a lot of which is happening on my country and how it is now affecting um, Melbourne's water supply. So I hope that um, now people's water supply is uh, beginning to be affected. They will start to listen and care. <coughs> I've spent a lot of time weaving. I'm a weaver. It helps me see the world differently, makes sense. Weaving grass, bark, knowledge and my life into objects and art, country, body, connection. But weaving is so much more than the act of weaving. It's knowing the plants, their rhythms. It's knowing the seasons. It's yarning. It's like the women. Uh, it's, it's creation. So it sort of brings me to tonight and talking to you. Um, it was really, really hard to work out what it is that I wanted to say. I wrote... Um, a lot more stories. I actually wrote 7,000 words initially, uh, which obviously you are not going to get the pleasure of all 7,000. I mean, some of them were, you know, a little crap. But, um, you know, that's what happens. You know, I wanted to be funny and light initially, and I tried. I, I wrote a, a story about... Um, I wrote a story about the beautiful lesbian I live with and how she introduced me to 
um, my bantam chooks and my broad beans and how I have become, you know, crazy cat ladies? I'm, I'm not that. I'm a crazy chook lady. Um, but alas, alas, it's a good story. Um, but they kind of gave me 10 minutes and um, there's so much, so much going on and um, uh, my people are, are dying. So I didn't think I could waste the 10 minutes that I had on something light and, and, and happy today. So with that in mind, here we go. Three threads of my life woven together. Gabganuana, a truth. Bimbadan ba doranbu, maram nyanyin, biku yala mangagi, bimbadan ba doranbu. Gurak wur maramdu, tandaring gurin, bimbadan ba doranbu, bimbadan ba doranbu. Not ganik bik, maram nyanyin, not ganik wadiak, bimbadan ba doranbu. Gangu bik ba maram, tandaring gurin, bimbadan ba doranbu, bimbadan ba doranbu. Um, I should probably say that that is my, um, my ancestors' tongue, my country tongue. Um, that is Tanmarang language and I am blessed to be part of the first generation um, speaking and singing in our language again. And I thank all of those that have gone before me. Actually, in, in my case, it was basically all women, Tanmarang women, um, who have allowed me that ability. Anyway, what that meant is this. In the beginning and in now, and in the now, we, humanity, our bodies, are made from the land. In the beginning and now, veins in our body run same as rivers run over land. In the beginning and now, when we, humanity, hurt country, we hurt ourselves. In the beginning and now, the end, fate for land and humanity is the same. In the beginning and right now. Gyan. Thank you. Um, Gyan Gamun Al, Warriors of Love. A kind of uh, uh, language is very much a part of my world, or, or it's, I'm, I'm trying to make it part of my world, and everything is always named in language. Um, although, lucky for you, this one's completely in English. For the last couple of years, over the course of my work, I've spent a lot of time, more time than most, looking into yarning about and educating on the homeland wars and violence looking into the countless stories of massacres, harm, brutality. It's hard work, but it's important work. To know what it really means to come from survivors, that's what learning about massacres is. It made me feel pain. Pain for my people. Pain for the acts that had been perpetrated. Pain for what the country had seen. It is a very deep and unsettling feeling, this feeling. And it eventually brings with it something that is more comfortable and more familiar, anger. I can see now a pattern in the way in which my people had been treated since invasion had occurred. And I could see it still happening around me through the various systems and institutions that we have today. Some elders that I love very dearly came into work and they sat down to talk with me about the education programs that we were running. And um, we began to talk massacres, just a standard sentence. I told them about how the next, how the new ex exhibition installation on um, the Homeland Wars uh, was being received by the public, um, its inclusion in our education programs, um, ones that were coming ahead. I admitted um, to these elders that sometimes I felt like I was having to be too restrained. 
refrained from telling public, the public the brutal and horrible truths about the nation's origins. I just want you all to take a moment to think about that. There are many massacre stories across this land, some of which you will know, and yet some of them are so horrid that we in the community don't talk of them too loudly for the pain in which it still brings, like the boobs and the holes in the ground. Two uncles spoke next, and what they said has changed me forever. They grew me quite a lot in that one moment. Now, I'm going to paraphrase these two uncles, and I want to shout them out. Uncle Brendan Kennedy and my father, Uncle Larry Walsh. Bubby, do you know why we fought back then? Them old ones. Do you know why they were strong and brave? Do you know why we fight now? It's for the same reasons, Bubby. The reason we do what we do is the same as it was for the old ones and it is the same as it will be for the young ones coming up. We have never fought out of hatred, out of anger, out of fear. Nah, Bubby, that's not us. We fight because we love. We love our land. We love our people and we love our cultures. That is who we are. They reminded me of something that day, my place, who I was, where I belonged. They reminded me in a moment of something that I had forgotten. We come from the oldest living continuous cultures in the whole world. We come from warriors and weavers, from creators and survivors, from hunters and gatherers, from carvers, from cultivators, from adapters, from inventors, from singers, dancers, astronomers, architects. We come from a cultured people and a special place. People and place strong in law, strong in spirit and strong in purpose. This has helped me put down a lot of my anger. Not all of it. I'm sure you can kind of hear it through, through the dulcet tones of my voice. And I don't always get it right. But like the uncles and the Lewick, the, the old ones, I'm now trying. Mandanyat uh, Gamal, to protect, to hold, uh, to hug, to hold all. I love that. That's two words in my language. Mandanyat Gamal. Um, and it means all of those things all at once. Um, and it's, it's also the word for hug. How, how beautiful is that, right? To protect, to hold. Um, so I've told this story before, but in a different way, through weaving. What's on my head right now is one of the pieces of this story. This is from a part of my country where my family, my clan, the Nirambulak, um, that land is always, we've always belonged to it. We've always loved it and, and lived there since we began. And on my country, many, many years ago, a great change occurred. When my mob came down from the Great Dividing Range to the Waring, um, the Goulburn, at least that's what my mob called the Goulburn, a new people came um, who did not belong. And they built a town. And then for a long time, we were no longer welcome or safe. Trees were removed, plants ripped down, habitats, ecosystems, food, homes destroyed, and instead colonial structures and signs of progress were built. The country began to get sick. 
It became a poor, over time, poor but regional town. Uh, many soldier settlements and welfare housing was put up. It developed a strong military presence with a base being located close by. Social, health, education and addiction problems are rife. But it's the closest major shops and public resources within 50 k's or so. Like the hospital, for example. I didn't like the hospital. I mean, if, if you know me, you'll know. I, I don't like hospitals. Um, but this hospital, this hospital in particular, I found quite bleak. It's concrete and it's literally surrounded with war memorials. Um, not war memorials that reference or uh, uh, indicate anything that I can relate to, just wars that were fought needlessly overseas. I understand it's more complicated than that. A group of women began yarning down at the First People's Health Unit there. People who worked there, people who were there as patients, blackfellas from the community, uh, our families, my mum. They decided to do something real simple. Simple, but so, so important. They decided to return something to the landscape, something that had been missing for far too many years. They decided to plant some lamandra, deliberately chosen and placed into a landscape it was removed from. And now, quite a few years later, the plants are growing tall and proud, and it's one of the only plants that grow, like, that grow at all uh, on the hospital grounds, on that side of healing. Its return brought with it bugs and beetles, and even a colony of ants. Its return brought back bees, or at least the one that bothered me last time I was collecting. Uh, provides some scrub and a place to rest for tired birds. The Lamandra's return has brought back weavers and weaving on a country that has not seen it in some time. Everything is interconnected. The grass, the bugs, the women, the tradition, the healing, the place. Lamandra acting to do to the people as it does to the land. Mandanyat Gamo, to protect, to hug, to hold all. I'm gonna leave you now with a refrain shared above which I'm constantly, constantly called to in both hope and fear. It is something that is just constantly ringing through my head at all moments at the moment. The end, fate for country and people is the same, both in the beginning and now. Gangu bikpa maram dandaringurin Bimbaran va doren boo. Bimbaran va doren boo. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it, and follow Queer Stories on Facebook for updates. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.